Well, welcome to Sugar Talk with Rana. We are live, Facebook Live tonight Yay. with my special guest, Nadia. Yay. Welcome. Thank you. So Thank you for much. being on the show. Absolutely, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Absolutely. I'm so glad that you agreed to even yeah. come on the show. Oh, sure. You know, I mean, and it's so funny because this is our first time meeting. Yes. <laughs> um, we have met through Facebook through a group. Um, yeah. um, when I was doing the tea, um, now why can't I think of it? Wow. That, um, so, you know, Lanika. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes, yes. So you, she, she had a prayer, a call. Yes. One evening and you were the, the guest. Okay. And you did hey. the prayer. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> wow. wow. This wow. woman wow. here wow. can wow. pray. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, um, yes. Love it. Let's see. Love it, love it, love it. Um, K, if you're on, well, it doesn't look like she's on, but if you're listening, K, I need you to go ahead and request to join the live. <laughs> I'm trying to get on here and see y'all questions, but I am having some difficulties. So y'all know I'm in Atlanta. Yeah. So Miss Nadia is from Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, you are from Atlanta? I'm originally from New York, but I'm. I'm okay, what part of New York? From Queens. Get out of here. Born in Brooklyn. Shut your mouth. Yes. <laughs> hey, sissy. Welcome to the show. Love it, love it, love it. Um, so, um, my dad used to live in New York. He's now wow. in Grenada, but you know, I used to spend my summers. Wow. In New York, in That's Astoria, so... Queens. Wow. And I used to live in Astoria as well. That so. is awesome. Yes. That's, that's how much of a small world it is. Exactly. Yes. So love it. I am trying to prepare myself, y'all. Y'all have to forgive me because <laughs> um, I am in Atlanta in my hotel room. But hey. Rocking we are doing out. a thing. Rocking okay. Rocky. Okay. Okay. So. It's so cool. Let me just put here real quick. Yeah. Come on and join the conversation. Yes. So we are yes. talking tonight about um, finances after divorce. Yes. And so I am interested in knowing how we can help other people because I remember um, it, and maybe everybody doesn't know this, but I did go through a divorce. Mm. But um, <clears throat> um, I remember going through some financial challenges. Yeah. And not really knowing how to manage after, right, you know, going down to one income or yeah. even just trying to basically live. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> the struggle. The struggle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it, was, it was a little tough. Yeah. So yeah. side note, I have a... Similar blouse. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> twin. I know. I love. I'm a, she doesn't know it, but I've been watching that blouse. I'm like, that is cute. It's cute. Thank I you, like ma'am. <laughs> yes. So yes. let's talk. So first, let me get a little background on you. Yes. Yes. You want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure, 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 sure. So I am in this stage of my life a divorce recovery coach, mm-hmm. strategist, personal development. I'm a speaker and author. Um, I have done many, many things. Coaching is at my passion. Oh, really? It is. It really is a passion of mine um, to empower people on multiple levels. I'm also in ministry. Yes. Um, That I do know. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That I do know. God is my heart. Yes. Amen. And um, seeing his people uh, elevated and and, and just really walking in 
what he has for them Mm -hmm. in overcoming those boundaries and barriers. So um, I'm a mom of three, four. (laughs) (laughs) I am a glamour. Oh, yay, glamour. My grandshine is at home. and, and, And my kids have come to know that I love my grandshine. Probably just a little bit more than I love them. Yeah. Well, you know what they say, hey, Christina, you know what they say, once the kids get, well, my mom used to tell me, once yeah. the kids get here, it's not about you anymore, it's, not it's about the kids. Was, so, the if y'all yeah. know that feeling, that was me. So, yeah. now the baby's here. The baby is awesome. here. He's captured my entire oh, heart. Oh, yes, I'm he's, sure. Yes, he's awesome. He's They're a awesome. blessing. Yeah. But, um, my, this, this, um, after going through my own personal experience with, um, divorce and unfortunately sometimes fortunately because I always say that there's no opportunity that's wasted mm-hmm. everything is a learning experience so yes going through my second divorce um taught me a lot when I my first divorce was when I was much much younger mm-hmm. and of course still very green still very you know um still very you know unfazed <laughs> if right. you will by it and yes. you know um experiencing divorce at this stage of life um there's a lot more maneuvering yes it is <laughs> to do there's a lot more um things in play that mm-hmm. you have to account for and and, and it's, it's just a lot so having gone through that experience is opened up my eyes Mm -hmm. tremendously to so so much so my passion is really helping um women to overcome amen that devastation yes hey Kay welcome Kay sorry welcome Kay hey welcome to the show we are good we're gonna try to move this so I don't know if we can see both the both the screens there is that better now I'm kind of out of like, it. Yeah, you got to come on in. Ah, we'll just have to yeah. smell like this. Anyway, so we're just talking about finances after divorce and yeah. how Nadia had to go through a little bit. But um, so and now she's you know coaching folks, which yes. is a great thing. So Nadia, tell us um, right. um, how hard was it for you to kind of bounce back after? Uh, it, it was um, incredibly hard. And I think the, the the most challenging part is actually, especially, and I have to say at this stage of life, because I am in my 40s, mm-hmm. it is um, coming to grips <laughs> with yeah. what is taking place. Yeah. Really, like, okay, wrapping your mind around, okay, the... the um, the marriage is 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 not salvageable, right? You know, um, you've grown apart, and okay, is a huge breakdown, mm-hmm. and then you go through the phase of blaming yourself. Yes, you know, um, what 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 did I do wrong? Right. What could what could I have yeah. still done? Yeah. You know, going through so just kind of going through all of that and mm-hmm. and wrestling with that, and then you go to the next stages. Okay, well. What do I do now? Right. Where, 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 what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, at the end of the day, what's going to happen? Right. That's tough. That's I mean, that's tough. a lot to think about in itself because of all of the emotions going on. Yeah. At one time. You know. They're colliding. Yeah, because you're heartbroken. <laughs> well, I know for me, I was yeah. just a little heartbroken by the whole situation. Absolutely. You know, the separation and then yeah. having to figure out. Well, what do I do with these kids? Right, that part. Okay, that that it's part. tough, man. It's 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 excruciatingly tough. Yes, and um, I remember, um, 
and and it, and it can it, it's different. Like I remember uh, coming to a point where I knew that personally, you know, I was in the process of building my my business. I've been working, and and I'm pushing, 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 and so the the primary financial burden was, of course, on my husband at the time, mm-hmm. and so I personally didn't have anything stable coming in. Wow. Didn't have, you know what I'm saying, nothing solid that I could say, okay, well, all right, this is still, you know, this is huge mm-hmm. right here, but we're going to make it. We're going to yeah. be okay. And, and, but and you had to have, like, been frightened. I mean, like, I don't know. Not I don't want to say frightened, yeah. but scared a little bit. I how am I going to make petrified. it? Right? <laughs> it was, it, this, how, like, what, real, like, wait yeah. a minute. And so you go into, um, this place of, of really fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And and there's one of the things about being in that stage is that you can miss so much because mm-hmm. it's survival mode. Yeah. It's survival yeah. mode. And it's like my like <clears throat> kids. And you do. And women do what they have to do. They do what they have to do. Like they I do. remember even as a younger mom, I used to always say, like, I don't care if I have to, um, you know, Go out on the street and take a toothbrush and scrub the, sh- the street to listen, earn an income listen. to take care of my my kids. Listen, <laughs> right? I know all about it. Right? I, I know the show. <laughs> I, 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 well, hold on a second, because yeah. hey, it looks like you're driving. Uh, oh, my hands not on the phone. Oh, <laughs> she's like, can't read. <laughs> okay, because um, you know, we want to make sure you're safe. Got to be safe. Oh no, I'm safe. Okay. <laughs> I got y'all in my ears. I'm listening. Okay. Okay. All right. Just making sure. <laughs> right. Um, I'm sorry. Not Nadia. Safety okay, first. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, so, you know, I, I think for me, the whole, even processing, am I going to stay or am I going to go? Yeah. That's a hard piece right there. That's huge. I wrestled. And I always say that I stayed longer than I should have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and one of the things is, you know, coming from a, a Christian background, mm-hmm. have faith based, my biggest thing, and I knew mm-hmm. that God had given me the release, mm-hmm. but I was just like, okay, wait a minute. Are you, sh-? you know, I wanted to make sure right. that it wasn't me. Yeah, listen, <laughs> you know, cause I'm like, saying. I don't want no trouble or like, I want to be on the right side because as a Christian, you know, the Bible says, you know, this is your wife or this is yeah. your husband. Yeah. And you got to work this thing out. But right. This is dub do you part. Right. Exactly. You I know got what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. So I um, have a couple friends that did struggle with getting divorced due to religion and stuff like that um, because they felt like they had to figure out a way to make it work. Mm. And for me, like my thing with them was always, I'm not necessarily sure that that was your person mm-hmm. because a lot of people get into situations where they're like, oh my God, this person is cute or this person has right. this and this person has that. Yeah. And they do whatever to make it work for security or they do whatever to make it work for the public view, right. not necessarily for themselves. And they got married under the wrong mm-hmm. uh, circumstances. Yeah. They didn't get married because that was where God led them or they didn't get married because it was the right thing for them or their right, family. Right. They got married for selfish reasons. Right. So when I see stuff like that and I see people also struggling to get divorced because they don't want to get divorced, right. mm-hmm. my question is always, okay, so since you're struggling so hard to get divorced because you don't want to break the marriage and stuff like that, yeah. where was this struggle when you jumped into a situation 
Right. Because I think a lot of people go in based on emotion mm-hmm. and not, right. you know, really right. using wisdom. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, and I can speak for myself, I think a part of me, and I'm just going to keep it all the way 100, mm-hmm. you know, so if I'm hurting anybody's feelings or stepping in on anybody's toes, oh well. Yeah. However, <laughs> um, at that time, Serena wanted to be married. Yeah. Serena right. wasn't really thinking yeah. this was not the relationship that right. I should have right. been right. in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and that hurt me. And yeah. then I had to deal with the repercussions mm. of the, the relationship. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. I had to go through. So sometimes we put ourselves through a lot of unnecessary yeah. roller coaster rides right. when we don't have to. Because, you know, God never said that that was my husband. Right. What you know what I'm I never heard that. What did God say? It's more like you said that that person was. Yeah, exactly. That part. Because I felt like at that yeah. time, I'm in love. Yeah. I'm going to marry this person. Then I had a baby by this yes. person. Oh, so we're going to make this a family. Yes. You know, this is going to be yeah, a, like It has to be a thing now. Right. Yeah. And then, and, and at that time, my thinking, my thought, and I've always been like this, oh, I'm going to marry. I'm not divorcing. That's just not yeah. my thing. I don't believe in divorce. So right, I was right. going to stay married. Right. But, you know, hey, things happen. And you, you wake up. Yeah. You wake up and you realize right. and you grow. Yeah. Because at, at some, and my mom has always said, even a dog get tired. Right. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, Patricia, you are absolutely wel- um, welcome. We definitely have to bring God into this because yeah. this is, I believe in God. Yes. 100%. Yes. I love the Lord. Yes. So I had Amen. to bring him in this. And, yes. And, and, because he was not the one for me. And God did not say that that was my husband. Yeah. So um, you are welcome. Christina says, I was married for 10 years, separated um, July of 17, divorce final, uh, February of 2019. Wow. wow. I didn't know that. I stayed because the church says so. Mm. Woo. Mm. Because he begged because I was like, no, I yeah. won't be like my mom. Yeah. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. Um. I stay because of the children. A lot of people, people stay because yes. of the children. Yeah. Um, then God told me, you can no longer cover him. That's wow. Jesus. Mm. Uh, we were just talking about that before yes. we went live. Yes. Um, yes. Then he said, it's time to go. I had to literally choose life or death. Yes, and sir. I chose life. Amen. Right. Good for you. Yes. I'm glad you chose life. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking about that, yeah. actually. And I was yep. sitting here and we were discussing. I was discussing my situation. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I don't mm. even know why I'm still covering him at right. this point. And then you said you right. were still covering him, and God said, "Stop! Wow, that's huge. That's huge. Literally, because, that's huge. Like, it's so good that people of different um, backgrounds mm. um, and different walks of life. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing. And it's probably like so off topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a great thing about God because." You can reach him no matter your walking life. You right. can reach him no matter your race. You can reach God yeah. no matter your religion. He's accessible. Sexual orientation. Yeah. Um, no matter anything, you can reach God at any point. And that's that's just what's so great right. about spirituality and God. Because even in those situations where God may not have told you this is your husband, this is your wife, and you go and make that 
them anyway. Right, right. Even in those situations, you can still reach him when you're out of when you're out of his covering. Yeah. You can still reach him. Yeah. You can still reach him when you're in his covering. Right. And um I had a friend who got married. She was a woman who married another woman. Oh wow. And initially I was just like, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, this is a person, regardless of male or female, right. the person is their self. I didn't yeah. actually think that was such a person mm-hmm. because they weren't doing things that a partner of any gender Would do. should do right. in reference to being with someone. She was married and still is married and have yet to been able to get a final divorce um, mm. um, because of where they got married. Um, this this person, mental abuse, mm. um, had a baby while they were married. Wow. Um, wow. Left them stranded. Wow. Uh, basically just treated them like crap. Yeah. And in my friend's mind, all it was was, well, I'm married to this person. Mm-hmm. And I know what marriage means. So I have to be there for them through all that they're doing. No, you don't. No. no. You were never supposed to marry that person. No. In the first place. You were never no. supposed to. Right. Never. So mm-hmm. that shouldn't have been that. And then also... And uh, I, I see this, I, I was raised in church, my grandma was a pastor. I see this in a lot of, um, in a lot of church or a lot of, uh, I'm not going to say spiritual, in a lot of uh, religious situations. Because mm-hmm. spirituality and religion are two different things. Right, yes. I say so that all the time, exactly. Religious yeah. and just follow your interpretation of the Bible right. and not be spiritual and have any real connection with God. Right. So there's a lot of religious um, based situations mm-hmm. where I've seen so much mental abuse towards the women and mm. the marriage from the men because they are men in church and the women put up with all kinds of Come mental on. abuse. Right. All kinds Under of Under the guys of just being married. Because those yep. guys are just trying to look like mm-hmm. I'm so strong, I'm so this, right. and this is my wife and she's going to do what I say. And no matter what happens, no matter how many affairs they have, no matter how yeah. many kids they have outside of their marriage, because they have to look a certain way in the right. church. Wow. They suffer and they suffer and they lose themselves completely. Yeah. Because they feel like they can't leave this man because they put the bad in the church. Right, right. right. And I want to say that um, two things. That's not God's will right. it's not. for anyone's life to be in a situation where you're being degraded, mm-hmm. where you're being... Um, undervalued where you know you're suffering in such a way that's not God's will and I think a lot of times especially in the church because of religion Mm -hmm. you know that um they're so bound to like oh it it doesn't matter that the fact that your spouse is um mentally abusing you physically abusing you um berating you you know you're married and that's that's the end all Say all right, right? Mm-hmm. and then the other thing is one. Um, and I really had to reconcile, and, and it opened up to me. Um, you know, where in the word it says that love never fails, mm-hmm. and so right. when I really sat down and I was looking at that, and it said, Love never fails, love never fails, love never fails. So, if there, if the love is broken mm. and the love failed. Was it really mm-hmm. love? Love to begin exactly. with. Exactly. To begin with, and so we can be in everything 
right. <laughs> in the beginning stages yes. where we see, oh, yes, you know, I love you. We're yeah. in love yeah. and, and it feels God right. But even yes. like you said, did God say, what did God say? Is this, is this the one? Is this the one? Right. Because if it's the one, you know, no matter how, how you slice it, love never fails. And I'm going to tell you something. And, and to be, again, 100%, mm-hmm. a lot of times we, and I'm, I'm not even going to say we, I'll say me. Yeah. And now anybody that knows me and knows that I'm in the church that y'all know I pray. I'm always praying. Mm-hmm. The one thing I did not pray about was my husband. Wow. Is this my husband? Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, I don't really want to hear yeah, what the, the, the answer is. That's it. You oh know what I'm gosh. saying? So I had to yeah. be like, uh, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear the answer. I don't know if I already knew the answer. answer. Right. Mm. It's like when you don't want to check your bank account after you paid all your bills. Because you, you know. Because you know what's in there. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. I'm telling you. And that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and that's crazy. And then, like yeah. I said, you have, then you put yourself through all of these emotions that you don't even have to go through. You don't have to. Because, I mean, right. emotionally and physically, not, not physically, but emotionally, yeah. I was drained. Yeah. You know, trying to. Hey, where are you? Right. Why aren't you in the place where you said you were going to yeah, be? Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be at work. You're not at work. I'm driving to the work, uh, the job to yeah. see where you at. Right. That's a lot of energy. It's a lot of energy. It's too much daggone energy. That's I shouldn't have to do that. I should be able to trust you. Yes. And you know what's crazy? I just had this conversation. I just had this conversation with one of my friends. She was telling me about her previous relationship with this guy. And she was telling me, like, she wasn't saying, like, basically saying out what it was, but she was describing the situations. But some people refuse to call it for what it is because right. once they call it for what it is, they have to accept that they chose yeah. to, to... I never use names because I would never want to embarrass somebody. But yeah. Uh-oh. We're losing you, Kay. I am able to learn from somebody could be more of a similar. Oh, yeah. am I still here? Yeah. Yeah, you, you came back. You, you went out, but you came back. Okay.
told me. And I was like, oh my God, I love her so much. I love her so much. I want to be there. I want whatever I can do for her. Blah, blah, blah. And she, she did not want to work. Mm. She did not want a job. She, I was the sole provider. And I moved into her house and paid everything. Oh, wow. Mm. Her mom sat me down and said, look, you're a great person. And I'm only telling you this because you're a great person. Right. <laughs> love don't pay the bills. It does. So it don't matter how much she love you, how much you love her. Yeah. If y'all not meeting each other halfway, it's not going to work it's because eventually that. that love is going to run out. Right. Yeah. And all those feelings you're feeling right now is going to run out and yeah. y'all are going to ruin each other. other. Yes. yes. So, mm. and a lot of people be like, oh yeah, I can build him up. Mm. I can build him into the man. I can stay with him through his growth. Mm-hmm. You know? Because people will grow on their own time. Yes. There's nothing you can do to make it happen any faster. Yeah. 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 It's Absolutely. Crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. That's where a lot of our young women get lost. And young men. Yeah. Because they'll get with these girls that want to party. Trying to drunk, change somebody. Do all this. And they'll be like, she'll calm down from me. Right. No, no she won't. Mm-hmm. She's not going to do it until she's ready. Right. 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 That same thing with men. I mean, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> Men don't grow up until they probably in their late eighties. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> but you know, but you know, it takes everybody has their own time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it takes men. I think it takes men longer to settle down. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, Tyniqua, that's my daughter. Hey, Hello. daughter, hey. welcome to Hi. the show. Finally, right? Uh, <laughs> she finally gave us a view. Okay, but um. <laughs> It's crazy how, and and let me just ask this question. I'll just ask yeah. this for everybody else. But yeah. what do you think about um, young ladies growing up in a house with no father? How do you feel about that? Do you feel like they go out here and looking for a man that is a daddy? And yeah. so they find someone yeah. to grab a hold yeah. of. Yeah. And they're taking, that's, this man is taking right. care of them. Right. You right. know, so they're being right. controlled. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And then they get into this relationship yeah. that's mentally yeah. abusive yeah. because they have they have now been controlled by right. this the, person. And, I, and this. I can I can I can say I've watched it, mm. you know, in my own daughter. Wow. Being that as I was going through the breakdown mm. of my marriage and I was, you know, emotionally unavailable Mm -hmm. completely detached right you know i'm there but i'm not there Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so in her she had like we were just talking about earlier her went through um experiencing the loss of her biological father and then the relational loss of the man who raised her Mm -hmm. you know as father yeah and so trying to fill that void and fill that gap ended up in a relationship with somebody who on the cusp Mm-hmm. was just as sweet as pie, mm-hmm. you know, respectful, you know, took her out, did this, that, and the third, gave all of the the upfront appearances. Mm-hmm. But on the back end, mm-hmm. began to emotionally abuse her, mm-hmm. tear her down, controlling. But it's all because being in that space where I've literally just lost two male figures. Yeah. That's in my life, yes, and now I'm so I'm grasping, I'm unaware mm-hmm. that this is what I'm doing. Yeah, and that's that's tough. Um, 
Alicia, hey, sissy, again, I'm sorry. Um, that is the, that is part of the reason why I like older men. But So I'm not trying to get into the dating mm-hmm. thing, but we'll go back to that on next Wednesday. <laughs> um, but I find that now that I'm older, mm-hmm. a lot of younger men are trying to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, boy, I could be your father. <laughs> you know, but they're hey, like, no. Listen, I'm not trying to go there, girl. I'm not trying to go there. I just, I'm not ready for that. Um, Tanika says, for me, it was the opposite because I didn't have the father figure. Mm. I didn't know what to look for in a right. man. I didn't know what was okay and what was acceptable. Yeah. My ex wasn't a real man. LOL. <laughs> he was immature, but I didn't understand that. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, It makes a lot of sense. And that's what I was saying. Um, now, I did have a father growing up. It mm-hmm. was my stepdad, mm-hmm. but I had a father. But um I don't feel like now he how can I say this without, mm-hmm. you know, trying to step on right, 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 right. But I don't feel like right. um you know, he was the father figure that I needed to see growing up. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um totally. And when I see other relationships, and I see, and then here's the thing, because and it's just like social media. You mm. see what you see on social media, but right. when you go home, when you turn Behind that camera the off, scenes, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Whole else. That's mm-hmm. a whole total different person. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you see me one way in the street, right? but when I get home to my wife or yeah. to my husband, I'm different. a totally different person. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's, that's crazy yeah you know and what i what i've learned and and actually my 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 oldest daughter's father um helped me understand this Mm -hmm. because even when i was married to him and you know our relationship we were young Mm -hmm. high school sweethearts Mm -hmm. um and we separated and divorced and everything and for years even into my married my next relationship i carried you know what he didn't do mm. wow. you know and how you know i wanted you to love me in a certain yes. way i wanted you to do this i wanted you to be there i wanted you to do this yeah that and the third thing was years and i carried i even and it was like pent up in the way that even sometimes mm-hmm. it would come out um in my relationship with my daughter mm-hmm. that my husband would have to say okay now look you know right this yeah. is not cool but what he shared with me after we were able to have a really deep heart to heart was that um i couldn't give you what you wanted because i didn't have, have it. it did you and did you have it growing up i for me i even though my dad and my mom were divorced and they were separated mm-hmm. you wouldn't and i actually grew up with my godmother so okay. i didn't i didn't i wasn't raised by my okay. mom or my dad after a while mm-hmm. um neither my brother or myself but my parents were always around mm-hmm. you know my godmother is my mom's first cousin we're second okay. cousin so my da- there wasn't a day mm-hmm. that my dad did not stop by the house like we oh, lived, you okay. know what I'm saying so he was very 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 much there, there. very involved it didn't matter what time of night he came in from work he was always there he okay. was oh you know so we had that example even though it may have been not been in the same household mm-hmm. you know but then um so I was used to being number one I was a daddy's girl right okay you know so I was used to a certain something and then I don't think when I got married that I was when I got married I was actually looking to get out of my godmother's house 
Okay, so I was running from something. something. There you go. <laughs> you yes. know, but I, you know, thought I was in love and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to be treated a certain mm-hmm. kind of way. And I had my own ideas at 18 yes. of what this whole thing they is supposed look, to look, look like. like. Yes. You know, like, yes. yes, we're having a baby. We're married. We're mm-hmm. moving in. Oh, like, oh, this is wonderful. We're in this for the long haul. Yeah. And so when about a year <laughs> later, the bottom fell out. Yeah. I said, wait a minute, what is this? And I actually ran into, not even so much I ran, but I didn't give myself time. I didn't know I was supposed Mm. to take time Mm. to heal. So I ended up in a new relationship, relationship, you know? And, but even going into that new relationship, there was still stuff that I was still like really, really upset Mm -hmm. and hurt behind from my first marriage. And it wasn't until we sat down and he talked and said, I couldn't as much, as much as I would have wanted to, I couldn't give you what I didn't have. So even when you have young people um, who are getting married and young girls who are looking to get into relationships because they're trying to fill a void, Mm -hmm. you got to, and of course at that time you're not thinking this young man probably does not have what I need mm-hmm. and you right. can't and you know one thing he said and I, at his funeral I said I understood that I couldn't get apple juice from an orange <laughs> right <laughs> so I can't make you give that's me something that you don't have that's true and sometimes that's what happens they're looking for this void to be filled yeah what they didn't get or what they're missing that yes. doesn't even have. Yes. I don't have what you need. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tracy. Welcome to the show. Like, um, oh, were you about to read a comment? No, go ahead. Oh, I think there's different. I think there's a few different things that could happen in those situations because, like you said, you have the the, the one female who's like searching for that male attention. Then you have, like you know, Tanika said, the female who is confused on what to look yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as from what I remember from Taniqua, Taniqua stayed to herself. And I halfway believe that's because she didn't know what to look for. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So then you have the female who just clings. You have the female who kind of detaches a little bit because they don't really know. Yeah. And then my dad was, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I knew who my dad is. I knew who my dad was. Um, Everybody around me knew my dad, Mm -hmm. but the relationship I had with my dad wasn't the relationship that I got to see with my friends Mm -hmm. or I see my friends had with their parents or that I had even when my mom was dating other people. The relationship that I had with those people that my mom was dating was a completely different relationship, and those were the relationships that I wanted from my dad that I could not get. Mm -hmm. Granted, my dad didn't have a father. Mm. Granted, he knows who he is, but my dad didn't have a father figure to know how to be one. So for me, it was one of those things. It was tough and it was hard because I would see my dad. He would come Mm -hmm. be like, oh yeah, I'll be there at five o'clock. Don't get that till then. So me and my sister would be sitting there upset because it's like, okay, we said he'd be here at five. And my mom would be like, y'all know he's not going to be here on the time. Mm. And we would get upset with her because, oh, well, he said he's going to be here at five. Maybe he'll be here at seven. He might not show up till 11. You know what I'm saying? Or, so when I, you know, when I would have moments where I would speak, I would think to my dad about people Sorry. who knew my dad, but didn't know my relationship with my dad. And I'd be like, you know, I'm really struggling with my dad. I don't really think I want much to do with him. Not because he's a bad person, 
but because he's not consistent and all it does is hurt my feelings right. and hurt my sister's feelings. And it makes my mom look bad because we push against her yeah. because she just tries to protect us. Right. So yeah. for us, it's like, don't say this about my dad. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't care if he's going to get to love it. Do not say it out your mouth. Right. You know what mm. I mean? And for my sister, it made her that person. She made her that, that clingy person, like mm. wanted to be with him all the time, wanted to be with him. So she wanted to date, wanted to date this. And, you know, she would keep it away from us because yeah. we didn't want to hear it. Yeah. And for me, it made me the complete opposite. It made me the, I need to protect my mom and my sister. Mm. It made me the, I need to make sure that no one hurts them how he hurt us. Right. Granted, right. it wasn't him doing it intentionally. It was because he didn't know how. Yeah. But as a kid, we didn't understand Dang that, that yeah. it was him. We didn't understand. We just thought that it was, oh, he don't care. He just treated like he cared when he get here. You right. know what right. I mean? So it it's, it's different. I think it's different outcomes. Mm. Because I would say things like, man, can't stand my dad, blah, blah, blah. He'd be like, your dad is such a great person. Your dad has this. Your dad has that. Wow. Don't you ever speak about your dad like that. And I'm like, do you, are we talking about the, the same, same person? <laughs> right. right. We're not talking about the same person. Wow. Because my dad says this and he doesn't follow through. Wow. Not because he did not want to. Broken Either promises. one, he did not yeah. know how to. Or two, he was busy because right. he worked so much. Mm. And kids don't understand Same. that. No, and that's why I always tell my friends, when you talk to your kids about the parents when it's not bad, don't say, never say anything bad. Right. Because you already don't know what your kid is feeling right. in yeah. their own head, especially if they don't say it. Right. And then, especially if you have two kids by one person, one kid could be traumatized by it. And the other kid could not care. Enough. It all yeah. depends on the personality of that child. Yeah. So, and, and this is a great thing, like, Two people could have the exact same experience yes. in regards to their parents. Yeah. But they are traumatized in two different ways. ways. And one trauma could, one of them could be traumatized to the point where you don't even realize they traumatized. Wow. Yeah. They could be like so nonchalant about it. And that's what made them nonchalant. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you can have the kid that cries about it all the time. And then you're like, why can't you be more like your brother? Wow. Why can't you be more like your sister? And not knowing that the brother and sister is going through it just as bad just as, as them. Yeah. Yeah. But how they're they just deal with it differently. It, yeah. How they're showing is completely yeah. different. Yeah. No two people are going to experience trauma the same way. That's mm -hmm. right. It's, Absolutely. it's not possible. Absolutely. So it's in, in, in absence of a father is an incredible trauma. Yeah. Yes. And hopefully, especially with the girls, hopefully they're able to get older and understand that. Either my dad didn't know how to be a parent, right. or two, what he did doesn't define me as a person. Exactly. And exactly. it's hard for people to get to that point because in order to get to that point where you remove, where you remove the hurt that other people have caused you, you have to know 100% who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. That's number one. And number two, you have to know that you're worth more than someone hurting your feelings, yeah. be it parent, friend, sibling, uh, significant other. You have to know yourself. And a lot of people are so afraid to learn themselves because they're scared what of they what they might be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So And they don't know how the, they don't they don't know coping skills. Yes. And that's the biggest problem with millennials. And the the millennial probably like late millennials, probably like when I say twenty, twenty eight and under, they don't have coping skills. Mm. They don't. And that's why suicide is so prevalent mm. in such a young age. 
because they don't know how to deal with their hurt. Right. They don't know how to deal with their trauma. And the parents, I I, I attribute all of this to cost of living. Cost of living is going up and minimum wage is not. So parents have to work double and triple time in order to keep a roof over their kids' head. And they aren't able to be the parents that they need to be. Right. And it's having to do everything. And that child is losing so much. So they don't know how to deal with the bullying. They don't know how to deal with the absent parent. They don't know how to deal with so it goes back to the finances. I was just about to say that. <laughs> it goes back to the Yes. So I was just about to say. It came full circle. Yes. So yeah. it, it brings it right back to the finances. Yeah. So yeah. Nadia, yeah. question. How do we deal with the finances after divorce? How do we get to a, a comfortable place? You got to get to. You have to. You have to realize that it's not. It's one of those things where you just you have to deal with it, right? And so you have the first the very first thing that you definitely have to do is you gotta change your mindset. Amen. Around everything, everything and anything is connected to your thought process. Right. And and your mindset around it. So you've got to number one, know that you want better, right? You want more. You know that okay, this I always I say this that marriage is a beautiful thing, but sometimes beautiful things break. Amen. Yes. And so you have to be able to navigate that. Right. So the first thing you have to do is get your 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 mindset together and understand. Put everything else out the door and understand that just like even as you said. It, it, it's going to come back to the finances. If you don't deal with that issue right there, because that is, how am I going to take care of my kids? How am I going to make ends meet? How am I going to keep a roof over our head? Right. How am I going to keep from losing my mind because they're screaming, they're crying, because I know that they and then I feel like less than mm-hmm. a woman, less than a mother, yes. because I can't provide basic necessities right. for my kids, yes. right? So you got to deal with it head on. Yeah. And that's all of that is wrapped in the mindset because you can have a plan, you can have a budget, you can have the, 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 the steps, but your mindset about it is still jacked up. So none of the none of you won't even step into yeah. making the, you yeah. know, the, the the action. So basically, if I'm hearing you correctly, you mm-hmm. have to deal with your emotions. You have to deal with and, and the emotions and not necessarily you you kinda gotta bypass the emotions. Okay. Because yeah. you can't even deal with the emotions effectively until you get to the financial piece. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. almost like you gotta switch it off. It's not necessarily because you do have to deal with those emotions. Right. They gotta be dealt with and yes. dealt with properly. Yes. But you gotta kinda bypass it and say, okay, you know what? I got this. I gotta, I gotta handle this money thing right here. Yeah, I, I'm, and I, the reason why I say you have to deal with emotions is because one, if you've been in a household with two parents, yeah, and then now your kids are seeing just one, you have to not only deal with their emotions, yeah, your own emotions, right. and you got all of this stuff going through your head, and you still gotta go to a nine to five, still gotta keep this it. happy face on, yes, because you can't bring that outside, inside, inside the job, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Because you gonna be, but you know what I yeah. say? My bad. Good. You know what I see a lot of times when people get divorced. Usually, when people are married, they have two incomes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And some people get married because they're having two incomes, and they're able to do a lot more being mm-hmm. married. Right. And they are able to have more together. What I see a lot of times when people get divorced, 
when they go back to that one income, they're still trying to carry that image and trying to maintain that As same life that they had yeah, with yeah. someone else yeah, on their own. Sure. And they put themselves in that struggle and they right. put themselves That's in true. that rat race. Exactly. When if they had just realized that my kid don't need every pair of Jordan because right. I don't have that other right. half of income. Right. My kids don't need a brand new Mercedes car yeah. when they graduate high school. They don't need a sweet right. 16 party because right. I don't they have that other <laughs> They weren't uh, getting in no, nowhere. Exactly. Like some people, and then you try, you try to keep up those appearances. Yeah. Yeah, and some of them do the exact opposite. Right. Even if they were living an okay life, one parent always tries to overcompensate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they put themselves in a bind. Like some of my mom was recently dating. He's he just got divorced. Um, and they're not dating anymore. But someone she was recently dating, he's keeping a house mm-hmm. that essentially that he can't afford, yeah. but it's putting him in a strain between. Uh-oh. We keep losing okay, right. it, Freezes here and there. So, Alicia yeah. says, so I'll read this comment since... Um, and child support. Okay. And what he did, <laughs> his daughters have known that house. And then it's between child support and mortgage with just me by myself instead of selling the house. Right. Moving somewhere smaller and being able to actively be a parent and not have so much stress on right. themselves and trying to worry about... He can do the same things for them. Yeah. If he gets rid of this one thing. Right. But it's the image. Neither parent wants to look like the less off parent. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. So I'm gonna uh read Alicia's comment. Alicia says divorce rate is at an all time high mm-hmm. and not that people enter into a marriage thinking that they will get a divorce, but that but what advice would you give a person who is about to get married mm-hmm. as it relates to finances? That's good, too. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Eric, sorry. No, sure. <laughs> so one of the things that um, I would absolutely say for somebody getting getting ready to get married mm-hmm. is we know that in marriage, the two become one. Right. Right? But at the same time, you have, a lot of times the two becomes one, and then one or both loses themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. So even as the two become one, you still have to maintain your own sense of individuality. That's true. And sometimes we'll get into a marriage and and it's, well, one person is better at handling the finances than the other person. So the one who is less capable with financial um, acuity will leave it all to the one. One. That's a no-no. Okay. Because what happens is you end up putting that burden on that one on that person. One person. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a part that you that they can play. Right. If mm-hmm. if you're maybe not the best at, at, ba- at exactly, there has to be a balance. If you're not great at budgeting the books, if right. you're not great at you know certain things, that's okay. Even if you're not the one who's maybe bringing in the bulk of the finances, mm-hmm. but you can. Look at the bills. Mm-hmm. You can see, okay, well, what are the rates? Are you looking to see, hey, let me see, can I get this chopped down? Let me go over our bills every couple of months or so and see, are there things that we can cut out back, yeah. here, cut back, when we, that we can find a more efficient way of doing things? And, or may, I can plug it in the Excel spreadsheet. I can do this something. But when you when you just give it all over, you're putting a whole burden <laughs> on that person. Yeah. So do you feel yeah. like they should combine their income? So I have a paycheck, you have a paycheck. Now do we have one bank account? 
I think you, you should, everybody, even if you have just as a single person, you should have. Okay, saying no. You should have, as a single person, you should have multiple bank accounts. Okay. You know, for different reasons. So definitely you have to have, as a couple, you should have multiple bank accounts. Okay. Like even for, my, you know, for myself, with, when, um, with my husband, I had my bank account. We had a joint account. He had a, his own personal account. Mm-hmm. And we also had a business account okay. together. So I think that you have to... Definitely, there has to be transparency right. across the board, but there's got to be, okay, well, I might have my mad money mm-hmm. in my account, and then there's an account for the bills that I know that, okay, right. well, this we're not touching this, and then the account that we, we both put into because, you know, whatever, the, and even if he's the primary, there's still things that you can do or whatever the case is, right. but you should definitely not have one account right, at all. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I've seen too many situations, and I've been in a situation where me and my partner were engaged, and you know, you thought that life was perfect. Mm-hmm. When we broke up. Let me tell you what was in that account when I went to go split <laughs> in half. I was going to go split it in half. Right. It had zero dollars and nineteen cent in it. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 Because people, it's you unfortunate. Don't, you don't yeah. know people until you know them. Right. You never know what they'll do until they do it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Because exactly. people get scared and they yeah. do things out of fear. Like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I don't right. work. This person works. We have a joint account. Let me take everything to make yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. And it's nothing you can do because yeah. it's a joint account. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fight or flight. Yeah. It's yeah. fight or flight. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I never, so we did not have a, a bank account together. Me and my yeah. husband did not. We both had separate accounts, and I took care of all the bills. Mm. I made sure everything Ooh. was paid, and, yeah. you know, that was just my thing. I mean, I want to make sure we had a roof over our head. Right, right, right. You know, I want to make sure the lights stayed on yeah. or the gas stayed on, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I just I made sure. I thought you meant, like, you paid them all. Well, it was just like, kind of, sort of, Yes. <laughs> Kind of Sis, I'm yeah. happy you are out of that. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it got rough at the end, but, you know, right. I had to make a decision. You know, am I going to continue to stay in this unhealthy, mm. unhappy relationship? I, I was no longer happy. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it was, I mean, it was, it was kind of bad. And, and, and like you said, I battled with that for a while yeah. Yeah. because now, now I have to drag my kids into this. Right. Right now we're gonna have to separate yeah. and leave, and that's a tough decision. And that, and I see why a lot of people always say, "Well, I'm staying for the child," mm. because you want to make it work. Yeah, you don't want to see the child go through mm. emotional right. things. Right, and like you said, they do get traumatized by right. that yeah. because they're used to seeing both parents together. Right, but at the same time, you have to make a decision whether you're going to be happy mm-hmm. or not. And when I made the decision to leave, yeah. Doors began to open. open. Now, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this: it wasn't easy at first. first right. It mm-hmm. was not easy at first. And yes, I went through my little emotional breakdown. Yeah. My little depression mode, or whatever you want to call it, Absolutely. I went through that. Right. But I got over it. Yeah. Because I know that I'm a fighter. Yes. And number two, I had to do it for my kids. Exactly. So exactly. that those were the two fighting reasons why. Yeah. I had to do it, and I had to. And here's the other thing that I love about God mm. is that sometimes God will have to break you, pull some things away from you in order for you to get closer to him. Yes. Oh, and so yes. There was some breaking. Right. And there was some pulling. Mm. 
but it got me closer to God. Right. And yeah. you know, yeah. And not that I didn't know who he was. Right, right. But you see him in a whole different light. Hello? After that. Come on, somebody. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like a whole new... I remember um, 2016. 2016. I said, no. 20, it's between 2016 2017. At the end of the year, I said, if it looks... If next year is going to look anything like this, I don't want to see it. Wow. I don't, I don't want to see it because it was, I went through a period of time where it was literally every month I'm sitting there just um, anxious, mm-hmm. just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. is this the month when the water's going to get turned oh, off? Oh, yeah. It's, you know, what did the kid not, and, and when you're in that space, when, when that fear kicks in because you don't know what to do financially, right. it's like, okay. What am I going to do? I made some decisions that affected my kids. Yes. Because of fear of what are we going to do financially. Yes. Yes. And it and it and it and it it affected them in a way and it's like that was unfair to yeah. them. You know, but I'm like, yeah. what are we going to do? And I remember month to month, every single, as soon as we crossed one hurdle, it was like, dang, are the 30 days speeding up? Like, are we on the, <laughs> right, <laughs> do we right. skip a couple of weeks or something? <laughs> right. Like, the bill is due again. Yeah. Where is it coming you, from? Robbing Peter to pay Robin Paul. Robbing Peter to pay Paul. Oh, yeah. and And all of that. And, and sometimes you can be in a situation where... In a marriage, there's only one income mm-hmm. or there's a primary income. Mm-hmm. And so when the split happens and you're the one on the side where there is no other income. income. So you didn't go down from two to one. You went from two to you went from one to zero. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> you know, and pretty it's a much. whole different ball game. Right. And, it, you know, in that time, every single month, like, I, you know, God is going to do it. You have faith. Yes. And you but, have to pull on God. And you got to pull you on really God. You really do. And every single month, like you know it, but then like you got to really, really know it. Mm-hmm. And every single month, it got to the point where it's like, I always say, and it sounds really, really harsh, but it felt like it was a water hose. Mm-hmm. And I had to brace myself every month for this for water hose to, to whip me. Yeah. And, and and eventually, it got to the point where it's like, you know what, God? If the water turn off, it's okay. okay. Uh-huh. We'll go buy some gallons. And you know what's funny though? For me, this is what I always say: it's gonna get worse before it gets better. It's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. And I mean, it it feel like you can't take no more. Like you about to bust. Yeah. Oh my gosh, God! Why yeah. am I going through all this? Yeah. And He is sometimes saying, "Hey, I want to see where your faith is. Yes. I want to see how you're yes. going to react to this. Yes. I want to see what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on you to see Absolutely. what you're going to do. Exactly. And you have to really get on your knees." Yes. Yes. And I mean, literally, literally get on your knees and sometimes your face yes. in order yes. to seek God for and him to come out. through. Yeah. And, and the next thing you know. Yeah. And, and he, and he'll do, but he really is testing. He's testing the faith. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's also pushing you out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. And that push is like pushing Absolutely. out of the nest and that push out of the comfort zone. is so uncomfortable. It is. But it's so necessary because once you start walking and once you get to that place where he's showing like, okay, this does not define you. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women walk, especially in, in when it comes to women in, in the Christian faith or maybe in other religions. Mm-hmm. But it's like you you. It's like a badge of dishonor. Mm. Like, and you know, I'm divorced. I'm divorced. And it's like this huge cloud. And like, we got to get to the point where we understand it doesn't, we got to move past the yes. divorce is a life event. Just it, it like is. 
any other life. And let me tell you something. I know some people now that are still married 20, yeah. 30 years, still down the road, and they're not happy. Right. God does not want you to be unhappy. Not let me say all. this again. God does not want you to be unhappy. Mm-mm. That is not your purpose here on this earth. No. Please understand that you can get out, but seek God first. Seek God. Seek God first. So let me, I have a question here. Alicia yes. says, what is one good piece of advice that you know mm-hmm. now about finances, mm-hmm. now being divorced, that you wish you would have known while you were married. I I had to find out some stuff, and <laughs> you <laughs> gotta find be, out some stuff. You gotta be resilient, and yeah. so um, I would say knowing how to really manage your bills. Mm-hmm. It's, it may seem super super simple, but I have discovered like some like I never like I said when I was talking to you earlier, I used to just take the bills and throw them on the they come in. If it was a bill, it went on the table. Mm-hmm. I didn't even open it and yeah. check anything out. Mm-hmm. And so I've learned to face those bills, right. open them up. I scan them. I look to make sure that I'm not being overcharged. Right. I call up and make sure I can like is there any lower rates? Is, can I readjust my interest rate? Mm-hmm. Can I do this? Can I become very very financially savvy because mm-hmm. you have to pay attention to it mm-hmm. you've got to pay attention yes. to it i've learned how to cut things out mm-hmm. and and it's not just because oh the kids want it not because the kids want it not because the kids oh we got to make them happy mm-hmm. like you know she was saying like I, we cut out um cable tv yeah we're we everybody has a computer and a phone and we're never home because we're always on the go yeah that's true. why do we need cable why do you TV? need cable we got fire sticks. Yep. And we still don't even watch the TV. It's true. We don't we don't do so we cut all of that out and being able to face it, mm-hmm. knowing how to look at the bills, knowing how to set up a budget, knowing how what, what type of bank accounts I need to have and how to invest. Yeah. And how to huge. multiply. Yes. And how to reduce my debt, all just going through those processes have been have afforded me the opportunity to mm-hmm. take my family on vacation. Amen. And go to Disney. And that's something that we don't do. That's something we don't do. I was so excited. So excited. I paid more for that vacation than I should have because I was a little bit excited. And so I ended up with a speeding ticket. So, <laughs> but I would you have, gladly pay it. Because of the liberation, yeah, that it, you know it enabled me Listen, to, to do. Let me tell you something about liberation, and this is oh. this might crack y'all up. Yeah, but when I actually got my divorce papers back, mm. and actually not even when I got it back, when I actually went up there to file, is yeah. when I felt liberated. Yeah, I don't know why, because yeah. it wasn't like I was divorced at that time. Yeah, but why am I it's holding on to something that is not even gonna, yeah. you know? Like a puzzle piece is not yes. going to get back together. Like, why am I still holding on to yeah. this? Yeah, you know, it it was a at a point where we weren't even talking to each other on the phone. Right, we weren't seeing each other. Wow, why are we still? In, and I mean, we were still married. We had been married for like seven years. Yeah, separated from the majority of that seven yeah. years. Why yeah. am I still holding on to something that mm-hmm. I, I felt like I was holding myself back from? Yes. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like God didn't release some of my blessings. Yeah. until I let that go and there's some lessons that won't be released until yeah. we let it go and that's something yeah that yeah. is something but yeah. um absolutely have to learn how yeah um to deal to budget is one yeah. to learn how to cut back is two yeah because there's i'm quite sure there's some things even now yeah. with me right. there's some things that i can cut back right and and, and the, the thing about it is um 
there's a difference between, of course, you have your wants and you have your needs. Mm -hmm. And just because it's a want doesn't mean that you don't get to have it. Like I was telling somebody the other day, this like you know, I, I just I feel I didn't I didn't grow up having this, and I want my kids to have it, and I feel bad because I yes. want it, and but I don't necessarily have the money for it, but I still go out and I spend for mm -hmm. it, knowing that I, I can't afford. It. I said it's not about not having. God gives us the desires of our heart. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. So He places those desires, the things that we enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's not about denying yourself of something. If it's something that you like, if there's a particular purse, you know, for say yeah. that you know, and it's a little bit more expensive that you like, doesn't mean that you can't have. Okay, you know what? Put a little ten mm -hmm. on the side. Put a little twenty on the side. Uh, wisdom is not taking your bill money. The, the $300, one shot, and go grabbing it. But it's an okay, well, I'm going to plan for that. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. And this is for my Christian folk. Yes. Now, because I go to church every Sunday, and I pay my tithe. Mm -hmm. How do you mm -hmm. manage? I mean, because, you know, the word says we have to have faith. Yeah. And you still want to continue to pay your tithes. Yeah. But I'm going through over here, God. Yeah. How do I pay my 10%? Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do? I can't afford not to give my 10%. Come on. I can't afford I can't afford not, not to give my 10%. And and when you get in the mindset and you understand that the temp, the temp, what you got, you didn't get, God gave it to you, mm -hmm. I have no problem. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's a dollar. Right. I'm putting in off the top, straight away. This, because me holding on to it in my hands... Is messing it up, but and, and here's the funny thing too is that when if when if when it looks like I don't have enough, yeah, somehow some way somehow some way God comes through. I when I tell you that that year every single month the bills didn't stop, the yeah, kids that, didn't stop, they don't stop, nothing <laughs> stopped. But as as trying as it was, as devastating as mm -hmm. grueling as it mm -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. Nothing ever got turned off. And that's the blessing in it all. Not, eat the weeks when we had... When, <laughs> I can turn back and I can laugh at it now. now. When we had to take $30 to buy a week's worth of dinner mm -hmm. and make it last mm -hmm. and make it work. My kids have not missed a meal. Mm -hmm. The lights never got turned off. We got innovative with everything. But I cannot... I, I cannot afford not to... Not and 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 I I don't like the terminology pay my tithes mm -hmm. because it's not my money to give or to yeah. I return back to God right what He gave me Amen and so sometimes when we when we say pay our tithes we feel like we're actually paying God back something right. no like you're doing Him a favor right because if you didn't have the skill and the ability if He didn't open the door if He didn't give you the way to He says do not forget. <laughs> it is the Lord your God who has given you the power to obtain wealth. Amen. And so when I when you look from look at it from that mindset that if if He didn't enable you because you could be flat on your back and not be able to do it. That's anything. right. So I don't care what it is. Somebody blesses me. Somebody shows a seed. Mm -hmm. I work. I earn. Whatever it is, it's coming off mm -hmm. the top. And I don't. I don't. I'm, there's, there's no question about it. As soon as it hits, it's in. Mm -hmm. Soon as it, soon I have mm -hmm. no thing. So when you, it's, it's, there's no 
<laughs> my pastor always says, "Is you know when some people say, well, how come you, that person got chosen? It was never a choice between you or them. It was just them. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to, there was never a choice of whether I was going to return my tithe or not. It was just... <laughs> yeah, you know, so wow. you can't afford not to. Not and I to. always say that. Yeah, I always say you can't afford not to. And even I know that there was a period of time that I went through where I wasn't paying my time. Yeah, and I was like, ooh, I really need to catch up on paying my time. Yeah, but it's like once you get behind, how do you catch up? Mm-hmm. And I say, you know what? I'm going to have faith. Yeah, I'm gonna double up. Yeah, and go ahead and pay my time. Yeah, and it felt so good. Yes. To yeah. do it, yeah, you know, even though yeah. I felt like I was struggling, right? But right. I never was without. Exactly, and and this, you know, some even just wherever you are, like even if you haven't been paying your ties or you struggle with paying your ties and saying, well, how am I going to? Okay, we got the light bill over here. <laughs> we got you know, do I really got to pay the tie? If you know that God does not need <laughs> any money to keep your lights on. It's like it's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. And God is not look God is not looking for you to go back and to rectify anything. Cross did that. Right. He's just looking for your now obedience. Amen. You know? Amen. So, Amen. Yeah. Um, Christina says she was liberated when she said, I or leave. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, she was liberated then. Wow, that's yeah. I mean, yeah. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. When we go through, like I was saying before, we just go through things that we don't necessarily have to go through. Right. But, um, yeah. You know, um, Nadia, I really have to say I enjoyed you. Uh, I think evening. I enjoyed having this conversation. Yes, it was really good. Thank yes. you for being on the show. And thank you for even Absolutely. just coming out. Um, My pleasure. Out here to love. visit me and yes. be live with me. Yes. Guys, it is our time. We must say goodbye. Good Aww. night. We love you. We'll see you next Wednesday. Yes. Now, next week, I will be in Denver. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I may have a special guest for y'all. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I pulled oh, Nadia out of bag, and she came through. Yes. So I'm, I'm happy uh, that you came. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I pray that God will, you know, open mm-hmm. doors for you and thank just be. You. Likewise. Such a blessing. Thank you. And thank you again. I, yes. I hope that we have touched some folks yes. and actually, you know, captured some I things hope so for them. Too. I hope so Amen. too. Guys, we'll see you next week. Good night. Good night. <laughs>